0: Who is the greatest? So we spend a lot of time in unknowingly exploring this question. Think about a soccer team that you follow. You want your team to be the greatest. Think about your country. You want to be in the greatest country think about the school but maybe you want to go for higher education you want it to be the greatest think about the people who is the greatest person I remember sometime back when I came to this country um, joined common life and, um, you know, was living with the brothers. Um, I remember an ex- I mean, one of the brother at some point kind of in a context kind of said, um, you know, uh, Roland, you are the goat. I don't know if you get what goat means. He had put a picture of the goat and sent a text and at that point in time, I didn't know what exactly that meant. Are you, are you telling me that I'm, I'm like the animal the goat? But goat is an acronym for greatest of all time. Right? So that's the goat. So you have the goat in, maybe in basketball or soccer. Um, you know, so um, so again, we spend a lot of time on this question, who is the greatest? And And therefore, we can have sympathy for the apostles the apostles are discussing that who is the greatest maybe well they were discussing among themselves but as they were following christ maybe they thought christ is the goat the greatest of all time and therefore we're following him so they spent a lot of time walking um, with jesus spending time with him they were seeking heaven they all wanted to go to heaven So they were preoccupied with good things, but they still had this question among themselves, who is the greatest? So so this kind of question brings about a competitive logic. And in this competitiveness that we live in and that our culture brings in, um, there are certain passions that come to the forefront Emotions that are not the best, like jealousy or envy. St. Thomas Aquinas defines um, jealousy and envy as an irrational anger at the success of others. And the others are not usually people who are distant from us, like people living in another country, um, you know. somebody, a TV personality. No, these are, this is, um, the others are those who are close to us, those who are in our network of friends and family. There's another emotion, um, which also at times can be negative, is ambition. You know, when we are jealous, or anger, but success of others, the way we resolve it is to get ahead of others. So we spend a lot of time resenting those who are opposed to us. So jealousy, envy on one hand, and then ambition on the other hand, they feed into each other. in uh, a famous novel called The Brothers of Karamazov, it's by a very famous Russian author called Dostoevsky, talks about a parable of the onion. And and in this, I want you to pay attention to how these um, negative emotions come into play. Once upon a time, there was a peasant woman, and a very wicked woman she was, and she died and did not leave a single good deed behind. The devils caught her and plunged her into the lake of fire. So her guardian angel stood and wondered what good deed of hers he could remember to tell to God, and then he remembered She once pulled up an onion in her garden and gave it to a beggar woman. So he mentioned this to God. And God answered, you take that onion then, hold it out to her in the lake, and let her take hold and be pulled out. And if you can pull her out of the lake, let her come to paradise. But if the onion breaks, then the woman must stay where she is. So the angel ran to the woman and held out the onion to her. Come, he said, catch hold, and I'll pull you out. So he began cautiously pulling her out. He had just pulled her right out when the other sinners in the lake, seeing how she was being drawn out, began catching hold of her. So as be pulled out with her, But she was a very wicked woman. And she began kicking them. I am to be pulled out, not you. It's my onion, not yours. As soon as she said that, the onion broke. And the woman fell into the lake. And she is burning there to this day. So the angel wept and went away. In today's um, second reading from the letter of James, we hear um, it say where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every foul practice. So the onion was enough, one good deed was enough, it would have worked. But we all have a sense of fear in us. The second reading goes on to say, where do the wars and where do the conflicts among you come from? Is it not from your passions that make war within your members? So our passions within us, this internal turmoil, the internal disorder, brings about the external disorder So there was good news. In today's gospel, Jesus proposes the child. Imagine a child instead of that wicked woman holding on to the onion. And maybe others grab the child. The child would just giggle, think it's all goofy, and would just carry on. Maybe it would have been pulled out. There's a reason why Jesus proposes the child as a solution to this um, situation. Because a child radically lives in the present. I remember we have a uh, summer camp that we do for uh, kids and teens every year. And, And one of the questions that we get asked once we are at the camp, you know, the activities begin, every teen I guess um, though some of those of you here have been at the summer camp, I would ask, what's next? What's next? We'll say, you'll see. And the reason we say you'll see is because you want them to live in the present. Envy and jealousy gets us to live in the past. We are spending time thinking about the wounds, the conflicts, the ambition uh, gets us to live in the future. But what we are called is to be the child, to live in the present, to live in the now. The disciples were seeking heaven, but they somehow misunderstood what heaven is. They thought it meant, you know, it's like a, um, I don't know, a ranking seating. Maybe the Pope at the top, um, the bishops, then the priests, and then the laity. Um, But that's not how it is. Jesus tells us heaven is what we become. Jesus brought heaven to earth. So heaven is about getting there together or being together. So who is the greatest is not the right question. Rather, we are called to be the greatest, each one of us. Heaven is here, here today, right? We're in front of Christ. In the tabernacle, Christ will come at the altar. Um, and heaven is in you, in each one of us. So may we become the child, you know, like Jesus calls us to be. And may we be the greatest. May we be heaven itself, transfigured every single day.